0: You're listening to The Rosie Rose Show. Start your podcast from scratch, where Rosie shares bite-sized episodes with tips to help you get your podcast started and published. Don't forget to grab a free copy of an ebook on the five steps to get your podcast started. Now, here's your host, Rosie Rose. Hey, it's Rosie Rose here. If you're looking for a new podcast recommendation, I've got you covered. If you're a new mum and have a business, this is for you. This podcast will help you simplify your life to welcome in more calm and order in your life. The Simplified Life for Mumpreneurs podcast hosted by my dear friend, Jessica Satani, every week has all you need when it comes to mindset, self care, reaching your goals and decluttering for a clearer and more fulfilled life as a mum and entrepreneur. Jessica's passion to encourage and empower you as a mum and getting your business and life in balance through simple, practical and impactful tips to transform your mompreneur life from the inside out. So if you're ready to take back control over your mindset, maximize your time, spend quality time with yourself and make your home your true happy place then take a listen to the simplified life for Mompreneurs podcast check out the link in the show notes hey it's rosie rose from the rosie rose show podcast with Rosie. Yes, the title has changed and I will get into that a little bit today in the episode with some slight changes that have occurred with the podcast. But I'm so glad that we're here again for another week. I hope you've had a good February, a good week. Welcome to episode 14. This episode will be talking about getting guests onto your podcast and what you can do to find them and bring them onto your podcast as this will definitely generate more, but it'll help for you to be more exposed to new audiences with your podcast, as well as becoming more of a known authority to a new set of audiences. So before we get into that, there have been a couple of things that have happened in my world with my podcast. And for example, there have been some changes with my social media and branding, some changes with my title of my podcast. However, every tip and trick in my plan to share with you all of the tips to have your podcast up and running Uh, will still be the same but just finding me will be a slightly different process. So let's get into the episode and I'll share with you some ways to find a guest for your podcast. So number one, search in groups now this has probably been something that's reiterated to you however this is an important step just like the other ones I'm going to share with you so search in groups locally online or from friends so look for people who are interested in your podcast there is no point going out there looking for a guest who is only wanting to use your platform as a way for them to expose their their side of things more rather than offering value that can help build your side of things as well. This is really important when you're finding a guest. So when you're doing your searching groups locally, online or from friends, really think about who you're targeting and that's the same with anything, right? Figure out who your target person is. So if your industry is business and marketing, you want to be able to search keywords for your guests and their particular industry. So for example, if you want someone to come and speak to your audience about one particular area in business and marketing, let's say how to create a specific email sequence you're going to look at other people in your industry that have that skill that they want to share about creating a marketing email sequence so once you've found that person in your Facebook groups or somewhere on your socials be sure to look into their lives online not in a ish way but do a little bit of homework on who they are or who they service and what their skill is about so for example if it we're going back to the email sequence, do they share what a nurture sequence looks like or what a catching subject line might be? So now that you know that you want to talk about a specific part of email marketing, see where this person can really fill that gap. This then leads to number two, which is research, research, research. And this doesn't mean staking out and being all stalkerish and checking everything out about this person. It really means just some things like going to their website and going through their about page or going onto their social media where where you can find them the most and see what they've posted about and maybe even look further into your specific topic that they talk about in their social media. So if we're going back to the example of email marketing, look at where they talk about nurture sequence or look at a specific topic within the email marketing section and see how well they cover that topic. Also, if they have a LinkedIn or a Facebook group, join that and be active in that. So while you're researching, you also want to be active. While you're active and talking and being social and really getting involved in that other person's social life in social media, getting to know them a little bit more really will help you in the long run. When you do book that interview and you do sit down with that person, you'll be able to pull bits and pieces from your research of them and really include that in your conversation and they will be impressed and surprised at the same time to go, oh you actually took time to look within my Instagram page or something that people wouldn't really look at um, and you've taken that information and really used it for your conversation. So then this goes on to number three. After you've done your research, you've looked at how you wanted to fill that gap in skill, you then send a request. So think about the way you're going to word your request to avoid any kind of what might seem like a sales pitch or something that might come out of the blue for this person. If you've been interacting with them on social media, they'll be familiar with who you are. So sending a request might not be as Harsh or as cold. So going in with a request might be in the form of an email or a DM. Would go something like this: Hi there, person's name. I have been listening to your podcast. I've been reading some of your blog posts, and I've found an insert a really interesting piece that's deep within that episode blog post or within their website. Not a, not something from their top line of their website. Not from the beginning of their podcast or not something that is quite surface level. Something that you've really looked deep into and use that and say hey I've listened to your podcast and halfway through it really resonated with me that you or that you talk about email marketing in a way that would definitely help my audience build their email list and give a few examples of some quotes or some ways that you can prove that you've actually gone in and listened to it or read it or found it somewhere within their their realm or their world and put that in your email or dm and show that you have interest in their lives once you've sent that request chase it up after a few days if not a week people are busy and we can understand if we were receiving a ton of emails and dms i'm sure we try and get back to them as soon as possible but if they don't reply get back to them and just chase it up and just send a friendly note and say i've listened or include again i've listened to another episode or i've I've read your latest blog post and found it super interesting that you talk about dot 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 or fill in the blank here and reiterate that you're still engaging with their stuff and that you're not just wanting them to come onto your podcast as just something to fill in or if looking at someone with a big profile that you're just trying to get onto their podcast because you're wanting a bigger audience yourself. So don't have a hidden agenda in there is what I'm trying to say. So once you've sent the request, just wait for their reply and follow it up with a friendly email, DM or something like that. And also include and sandwich it out. (laughs) Sandwich means put something positive at the start, explain that you're still looking for them as a guest and really end with a positive note as well to say thank you. And I'm looking forward to reading the next blog post or your next post that you're going to talk about email marketing it so then number four when they do reply be mindful of their time and this goes both ways so if somebody requests you to be on their podcast they need to be respectful of your time being on there so allow between 30 and 45 minutes with one person and if they continue to speak and talk keep inviting them in but maybe don't go longer than an hour if you've got your content that you needed out of them there's not really much point continuing on the conversation as you both will need to do other things as well and for editing sake keep it to one hour max so that Whoever is editing your podcast will at least have that time to really narrow down what you're wanting out of that podcast episode so they can edit it properly. Number five, have specific questions ready. So when you get into the interview, you're ready to go because you've done the research and you thought about the questions that you're going to ask them. Have at least five to 10 questions written down about what you really want to get out of this person and what expertise, opinions and advice you really want that person to share with your audience. So if you're wondering about this email sequence that we're using as an example, if you're wondering about how do we even start writing an email sequence, perhaps ask this person, what does it really take to write an email sequence and what do we need to include? Are there particular verbs? Are there are there certain styles of writing? Or how do we come across in an email that we, so that we don't sound salesy and we really wanna nurture our audience? Put that into a question and show that you're interested. This then gives the expert that time to delve deep into the specific question that you're asking there's nothing worse than asking so how did this happen or where have you been or really surface level questions won't get to the nuts and bolts of what you're wondering so really have your questions lined up and prepared before you go into the interview and sometimes the guest might even ask you before while you're conversing and while you're booking this interview they might even ask what questions you'd like answered in the interview and feel free to share those questions as that gives them a little bit of time to prepare sometimes they do ask for the questions and if they do don't hesitate to share them cuz they can then word them in a way on the day ready so that they're not arming and airing. But if you want it to be more of a spontaneous interview, you could also say to your guest, "Let's just have a conversation and we'll nut it out as we go." As long as you have those questions in the back of your mind ready to go so that they come out as a flow. So you can go either way with it. Number 6, make sure your technology works. This has happened to me in my radio days so many times and I won't get into all the stories today, but what happened is technology can fail us. While it is an amazing resource it can actually let us down every now and then and it happens to the best of us. So make sure you do a test run the day before to make sure that you can connect whether it's via Zoom or Skype or however you're going to record the interview your mics are working your cameras are working and do a mock interview with a friend who can leave the room or be in another place and you can have a clear and crisp conversation using the same method that you will for the real interview. Number seven. Yeah talk before the interview about what you'll be sharing on the episode. Now I touched on this a little bit earlier and I kind of delved in and I shouldn't have but this is what number seven is about. So talk to the person before the interview happens which means have a conversation because this person might be an expert in so many different areas and that's true. We can speak about so many different little pockets in our industry and our niche that we're not really sure what we're going to share with the person for the interview. So when you're contacting the person to be on your episode really have a chat to them and say, I really love how you were discussing this particular topic with another person on another podcast, or I really love how you worded this on your blog, or I really love watching you explain this on your YouTube channel. Something like this and really narrow down on what you want them to talk about. So going back to the email nurture example, really say, I love your method of teaching people how to put a nurture sequence together. I would love you to come on and have a chat with me about that for my audience as they would benefit from really creating a nurture sequence from their learnings something along those lines because in that way that person will go away and think okay so i need to go away and think about email nurture sequence and what i can talk about that with this podcast host and they need to start nutting out what they're going to be talking about and um, have that prepared and this is where you could also talk about the kinds of general questions that you like to ask as well in that conversation number eight use friends clients Past and present, or potential clients, if you're wanting to have a guest on your podcast, there's no, you don't have to go all the way out and grab those big profile names on your podcast. Sure, it might be beneficial and it might be great for exposure, but if you want to just have someone to talk to about a particular area that you'd like answered, that you might feel confident having somebody else speak about, then why not have somebody that you know already that you could grab and they can jump on? And I'm sure I I'm going to say nine times out of ten people are more than willing to help out someone they already know and would love to just share their side of things and you never know the conversation might actually really flow better than with somebody that you're looking up to and have high expectations then you get nervous the interview doesn't always go so well and this is also something that happened in my radio days I was looking up high profile names and ended up finding a couple of if you know me well I like comedians so I found a couple of comedians that I've been following over the years it was fine able to interview them and the interview sucked and I mean it was it was fine it aired but it didn't really get to the crutch of what I wanted to really ask and with higher profile people I only had a 20 minute window to ask what I wanted to ask and the nerves got the better of me so going back to this maybe asking friends or past and present clients or people you already know that you can talk to about your topic that they can give a totally different angle of their perspective on there's nothing wrong with that and you never know it might even turn into to a friendship or something bigger or a collaboration with them. So, never disregard that kind of interview as well. Number nine, share your guests' content details in your show notes, but not always on the episode itself. And by that I mean you can share their Instagram handle or where to find them or to connect with them on the show notes. So, people can go to the show notes and click on the link to get to where they want to connect with your guest. But if they mention it on your episode, it makes it a little bit difficult down the track. Say you get to episode 625 and this interview happened back in episode number 22, it might be a little bit difficult or it's a little bit of a time thing as well to then go back and re-edit if that person has rebranded or used a new handle or they've changed their business completely. So if you decide to want to connect with that person, just explain to your audience that all the details will be in the show notes and perhaps maybe mention just one particular way and it might be their personal page because that usually doesn't change to connect with their personal page and that might be it. And at least if they mention it on the episode, you can edit the rest of it out and put it in your. Your show notes because it makes it so much easier to connect a link in your show notes than having to re-edit them saying it. And number 10 is when you're in the middle of it all, you're probably going to think this interview is going to be great. You're thinking of all the questions, but it could just slip your mind that you could also ask to be on their podcast as well. There's no harm in asking. And if they say no, I'm too busy or I don't have time right now. Don't ever take that as a no. Take that as okay. And not yet, but always chase it up a month's time two months time to see if they have any space for you on their podcast because then that that really gets your material out as well in front of their audience and you'll have something of value with them so that also leads to collaboration so have a think about what you want to also include in their podcast if you are going to be on their show as well so have a set of questions or have an idea of what you'd like to share on somebody else's podcast that you're an expert in I'm going to throw a bonus one in there as well for today, and this one is about when you're setting up your interview with the person. Sometimes it's a good idea to set up an online booking system, whether that's through Calendly or something called Acuity Scheduling. I use Calendly, and that's pretty easy to navigate, and Acuity would be another one that you could use, and they both sync up with calendars from your end and their end as well. So that way, the person that you're booking with can work around your time schedule as well as working around what their availabilities are as well. So if you set something up like a Calendly or an online booking system that way you won't get your times mixed up and they also send out reminders to the people that are going to be part of the interview so that they don't forget because we all know people get really busy. So set some kind of booking system up. For example on Calendly you can set up one link and that is a free link that you can use but with Acuity it's a paid system and that you get seven days free trial just to test it out and see what it's like and then you can pay um onwards of from 15 dollars a month to you know maintain that kind of thing so calendly gives you it's called a basic version and that's zero dollars a month and that has limited features as with anything that's free and then you move on to ten dollars a month for the premium and that gives you your time and date can be varied as well whereas in the free version it's a little bit limited with your office hours that you can set for that person whereas if you've paid every month it's going to give you the option to have a wider array of dates and times available but there are heaps of other bonuses attached to these you decide to take on the monthly membership or payment so I'm not getting any kickback for this but they're just two online booking systems that I've used in the past and have looked into and they seem to work well so don't be afraid to have a go put one together and that way you can give it to your person that you're going to book with. And that way it gives you a smoother way of booking your dates and times for your interviews. So all of that being said, I hope that these tips have been useful to you. If you want to go and apply at least one or two of them today and get stuck into how you're going to approach your guest for your podcast. Let's do a recap. Number one, Search in groups, either locally, online or from friends. Number two, research, research, research. Do your homework and really think about What part that really resonates with you and look at their blogs, their social media, their YouTube, their LinkedIn, everywhere that they're posting and maybe even look at their main social platform that they use often and really grab some information from that. Number three, send that request and use that sandwich approach to really show them that you've done your research. Number four, be mindful of their time. So have a think about the time that you're really needing to nut out the conversation with that person with 30, 45 up to one hour max. Number five, have specific questions ready. So when you're going to interview this person, have your questions ready to go on your desktop computer or written out or typed up and printed. So have a think about what you're going to ask them in advance. Number six, make sure your technology works. Do a pre or practice run with your technology with a loved one or a friend. Be like, hey, I need to practice. Can you help me? Let's join up, let's connect. And I want to see if this works. There's nothing worse than having technology mess up you on the day of the interview. Number seven, talk before the interview about what you'll be sharing on the episode. So have a chat to the person that you're going to be interviewing and have a chat to them about what they feel comfortable sharing if they're going to be able to address what you're looking for in your podcast episode. Number eight, use friends, clients, past and present or potential clients. Always reach out to these people and don't always think about those high profilers as these people will be able to also give you another angle of their perspective. Number nine, share contact details of your guest in your show notes rather than on the episode itself. And number 10, don't forget to ask your guest if you could have a chance on their podcast as well. And the bonus one, number 11, is to create a booking system that can help you and the guest or the host that is looking for you to be on their podcast to work out a time that suits both of you. And it also gives you the reminders as well. I hope this episode was helpful and that it gave you one or two pieces of information to apply to your podcasting journey. I actually cannot wait to hear how your podcast is going and how you've gone about getting a guest on your podcast. So, as I mentioned, Mentioned earlier, I've had a few things going on in the background with rebranding and social media changing slightly with my podcast. So at the moment, I've changed my Instagram to Podcast with Rosie. It's no longer Podcast from Scratch with Rosie or Podcast from Scratch 22. The show name is currently still the same and that will slowly eventually change also to Podcast with Rosie. However, at the moment, we are rolling it out. Bit by bit so come and find me on instagram at podcast with rosie and all the actions happening on instagram for tips and tricks so don't be afraid to post a comment share what you've got going on with your podcast or if you have any questions that you'd like answered please share them with me there's no silly question and i can't wait to share what's going to happen next episode which will be more about pivoting my podcast branding and this is something that you could also get into as well once you've got your podcast up and rolling till next time bye now.